Good evening, one and all. Welcome to episode 122 of Two Minutes for Chatting. Um, and obviously, I think we have to start this episode with the, the sad news about Adam Johnson. Um, obviously, it affected everyone connected to, well, I suppose the whole sports world. But um, yeah. 29 years old, obviously died in the the game against Sheffield at the weekend. Uh, just a, a a terrible tragedy. I think all I was had wanted to say is obviously from both of us, our condolences go to his friends and family and and everyone connected to the incident. It was a terrible thing to to hear about at the time, and then when the news was confirmed. Uh, you know, a, a young guy with uh, his whole life ahead of him achieved a lot of good things in hockey, um, and you know we've had we've had quite a bit of sad news this season. So it was really horrible to hear that, but obviously, um, our condolences, as I've said. Yeah, um, just you know, kind of even still now, kind of struggling to kind of comprehend what what actually happened um you know it was just it just was surreal still kind of is a wee bit um you know stuff like this can can happen in in this sport but um yeah you just you never really think that it's gonna that it's gonna happen and yeah kind of like you like you'd said there um you know a rough a rough few months for for the league as well with, with Alex Graham and Mike Hammond um and the Adam Johnson as well. I just yeah, I don't I don't I mean you've kinda nicely summed it up, I guess. I just I just don't really know what what to say really. Um it's just totally unjust. You're just kinda left speechless. Yeah, I know, and and for obviously him and his family to for that to happen playing, you would say, you know, doing what he what he loved um had played in the nhl so and um, that's yeah. kind of the pinnacle of of their careers um and yeah i think the impact on players and fans and everyone is something that we'll touch on throughout the episode and how that kind of affected everyone um but i think on a positive note you know we've seen how all the teams can put rivalries and things like that aside for fundraising and some really amazing tributes, you know, from mm-hmm. um, minutes applause on the 47th minute and, uh, you know, tributes before and after games. It's great yeah. to see that. That doesn't surprise me with the fans, you know, they, when this kind of thing happens, everybody gets together. Um, but that's been the that's been the nice side of it, and then for the players, it, I can't imagine how difficult it would be to um, get back playing again. Especially you look at the Nottingham players uh, and Sheffield that were involved in a lot of postponed games, and they'll be given as much time as they need. Uh, so yeah, for them, our our best wishes. But all we can do is kind of. I suppose use it in a in a positive way, and we've seen the introduction of different 
elements of protective equipment and things. Uh, but yeah, a, a terrible tragedy and for it to happen here, it just makes it kind of feel surreal, as you've said. Yeah, um, definitely just want to kind of echo what you've said there. I think it kind of, it does sum it up quite nicely. Um, yeah, the fans that were there as well, just, just, I just always think like if I'd seen that, I don't know how, well, I don't know how that would affect me. I think it would take a lot for me to, to kind of go back to the game after that. Um, and, you know, we've kind of seen fans online still kind of talking about how it's affecting them. And yeah, it's just, like totally understandable. Um, you know, you just kind of hope that, that everyone can, can kind of get through it and, you know, we can start to move forward and, and kind of remember Adam Jones for, for the, the great player that he was. Yeah, and he was he was a very good player. Uh, yeah. Certainly, um, scored against us as to put it lightheartedly as as many teams have <laughs> done this year. But yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure he scored um, at Brayhead. Uh, and yeah, an excellent player that reached reached the top. So uh, in that sense, you know, it's it's kind of nice to think that. Uh, he, he would have reached that goal, but I'm sure he, he won't be forgotten in, in many ways. So, uh, No, certainly not. It just kind of, obviously you'd kind of touched on that, but yeah, trying to to kind of focus on, on the, the positives. Um, you know, a lot of people were kind of laying flowers and all around the ice rinks across the country. So that was, that was really nice to see as well. Um, so yeah, just I guess try to look at the positives and and kind of learning from it. You know, we, this you know really nobody wants to see this again. Um. So you know, and you know, certain certain teams and, and players have started taking some extra sort of precautions around it because yeah, you just you, you really don't want it to happen again, and um, you know. Probably should be should be mandated in the league. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, and as I said, we'll kind of mention the impact on as we talk about the the hockey itself. Um, so kind of moving on from it, it's been a, a while since we recorded uh, for a number of reasons, obviously Adam Johnson included. Uh, but. Yeah, pl- plenty of games and, and clan news to cover, so we're going to get ourselves uh, excited and then not so excited covering that. Um, <laughs> and as always seems to be the case, some kind of uh, transfer signing news since last recording. Um, <laughs> and in, t- in typical, typical clan style. Uh, obviously, the Charlie Combs news that was disappointing. He was placed on injury reserve, but before that, we brought in Matt Barry, who had, I think, quite a good start. But as I said, typical clan style. Then is unable to play with a a medical emergency. I think they classed it as. I don't know if it was kind of later revealed as was it appendicitis. Um, I think so, yeah, or something like that. But anyway, had to get a an operation on it straight away so went out of the lineup which is is typical uh but then we bring in reed petrick 
forward who I think has, has done well and we'll kind of touch on that uh, and then also Jordan Buesa who I, I think you know it kind of strikes me as a guy that's we've had this with Jordan before but um, is now going to play in a two-way deal with with Leeds Knights in the NIHL presumably uh, presumably trying to get more ice time albeit I didn't think he'd done too badly from what I'd seen this year uh, but yes, so there has been some signing and, and transfer stuff, and I suppose in the past we've been slow to that. So at least at least making a bit of a bit of a move up front, but as I'm sure we'll mention defensively, no changes, and that's possibly where our main issue is. But what were your thoughts on the guys that came in? Yeah, um, you know, quite impressed with with you know what little I've I've seen of both of them. Um, there was that the game that Matt Matt Barry was playing in. Um I thought he looked really sharp, you know, he's really quite quick. Um quite a skillful player. And was unlucky not to get something himself from, from that game. Um yeah, so he looks he looks like a good addition. Um obviously you know, you kinda want to see you want to see these guys come back. Um sooner rather than later um we don't really know i guess the severity of of his rehab and um what that entails i think he's been placed on ir as well um when that was i can't remember um but i think it's a 30-day period or something like four weeks maybe yeah um that he's got to remain on there so i guess must be kind of coming to the end of that now maybe so you're kind of hoping that um, that he'll be coming back soon, um, and then Reed Patrick, yeah, a really good debut for him. A um, couple of goals, although one of them was <laughs> one of them was in, in off a skate uh, and off a Guildford skate, but you know, you take them. Um, but yeah, he's looked take, kind of lively. Yeah, take them all day, those. Yeah, definitely. I mean, they they often go against us, so it's quite nice to have it reversed. But yeah, um, Patrick's looked looked pretty sharp and, and bright as well. Um, you know, playing some lovely, lovely passes. I seem to remember one from the highlights, um, kind of taking out the the Cardiff defence. Um, but obviously we were well short of it uh, on that on that occasion that night. But um, yeah, he certainly looks looks bright and a good a good addition as well. Yeah, he's played played a lot of AHL games, so you kind of expect him to be of a high level. Um and kind yeah. of just, just while we're on him, I think I think he's uh three points from his his first his three games so far. Um so if he if he kinda of continues that, quite a big guy. Uh, hopefully continues to put up those kind of points and will definitely make a difference to us. Um, and yeah, Matt Barry is only one game, so I've, I've not seen him, but uh, by the sounds of it, yeah, he will make an impact and, and a really unfortunate one. I think Jason Morgan kind of touched on some of the injuries a couple of weeks ago in an interview, but didn't really give anything away, which doesn't surprise me with, with hockey injuries. Yeah. Um, so we're we're kind of waiting to to know what the story is with 
three of them, including Combs. Um, and yeah, Buesa, what did you did you make of that one, if anything? <laughs> if anything, so dismissive. Um. <laughs> <laughs> More dismissive of if you had an opinion, not dismissive of Buesa, because as I said, no, I, no, no. I, I thought he'd been, uh, been not bad. Yeah, no, I think he's had a, a really good start to the season. Um, but yeah, obviously feels that, you know, he's kind of, I guess, what is he, 23 now? Um, so, you know, he's kind of obviously wanting to make more of a, a career out of playing hockey. Um, so, you know, I can't, I can't grudge him going to... Um, going to Leeds to get some some game time there. Um you know it, it served them well last year at Sheffield. Um so yeah and if that you know continues to give him confidence and he's sort of still available for selection most nights for us um then you know it could only be a good thing. Um but yeah two two assists in the first five games for for Clan this year so which is double his points tally from last year so um yeah i mean that that alone shows you how um how good a start he's he's had for us i thought he's he's looked very lively and full of energy um when called upon but i also think that helps playing with lakowitz and, and forbes as well um definitely and yeah i guess not laterally because of injuries but um which is also a, a factor in, in why he's probably decided to to go away and get get some game time elsewhere. Um, you know, if we did have those four four lines going, um, then yeah, he was a he was a, a big part of that definitely. Yeah, we'll see how he see how he gets on there. I suspect he will um, put up some good numbers for sure. Um, Talking of talking of goals, uh, if you watch if you watch clan games, you're you're guaranteed to see a fair few at the moment. Um, since we last yeah. recorded, we've had a kind of a real mixed bag of of results. Uh, but but one thing is at least we've we've started to score a few more. Um, but for a while, our, our overtime and penalty shot woes continued. Uh, with two two home defeats against um, Coventry and Nottingham, I think was it five four and, and seven six, respectively. Uh, six five, six five and seven six. Yeah. Six five and seven six, uh, and then we also had that. The so those were penalty shots. Then we had overtime defeat to Sheffield, uh, but thankfully corrected it with uh, an overtime win in Fife recently that we'll come on to. But, uh, yeah, I mean, conceding, or put it this way, scoring five and six <laughs> at home yeah, and still not getting two points, starting there, uh, you know, you've you've got issues. We, we can talk about goaltending and, and defence specifically, I, I would also include the forwards in that, obviously it's not just defence and goalies but um, you know we've I think we'd said defensively there are certainly certainly some issues 
Yeah, that definitely is. Um, you know, I guess kind of before that, we were having issues issues on offense, and you know, kind of made some some moves, brought a couple of guys in, um, and the forwards are kind of starting to find a bit of scoring form, which is good. But now it's the the opposite end of the the ice that's the problem. Um, so you know, I I don't know what I don't know what we do there. Um, you know, are we are we looking to bring someone else in? Um, are we looking to let anyone go as well at this point? Because, um, yeah, the roster's getting a, a wee bit bloated. Um, or certainly as as usual for us, um, because we don't we don't normally sign players and keep keep spare imports. So, um, so yeah, it'd be interesting to see. Um, kind of what's happening going forward, but I do think we need a bit of help there. Um, I guess you know if we get Barry and um, and Combs back in soon, then you know maybe even move Alex Forbes to D to help out there as an option. Um, yeah, play there in Coventry, so it's certainly an option. Um, but yeah, I think we need to look at at something there. Um, because it's just it's not working out. There's there's too many pucks going straight through the team. Um and you're kinda you're leaving the, the netminders out to dry a wee bit. I think if if we can ever reach the point where we're uh, you know, previously the problem was we weren't scoring and now the problem is we we can't stop conceding. That middle ground that we would we would all love to reach. I don't think we've had it since four well realistically we've not had it properly since fourteen fifteen season. We've had, <laughs> a, we've had a wee bit we've had a wee bit in patches since then, but it always seems that we're talking about either scoring issues or defensive issues. We're never talking about uh not having either of those. Um Yeah. But yeah, like you say, I mean, statistically, um, we're averaging, I think, in, in the league play, we're averaging 4.86 goals against and 3.43 goals for. Mm. So we've, we've, we've got a problem there. I think in Cups, it's three, three goals against and 2.6, so not as much of a, a difference. Um, but what would you like? What do you specifically point the finger at? Is is there one thing? Are we looking at defensive partnerships that aren't working specifically, or are we looking at just a more team structural thing? Uh, you know, like what what do you think of that? Or for for me, um, the the goaltending situation. I don't think Kylie's been great, but I don't think he's the whole issue. I think Kyle Lennon should have had more game time. Uh, and statistically, the two of them are sort of kind of horrible in, in, in league. I think it's yeah. like 80, 83 and 87% in, in the Cups, where we've been a bit better, they're, they're higher. So, But that's an issue for me. Um, but I still think you've got to look 
at, at something structural or or perhaps the the deep pairings it's just not not working you can't afford to concede that many goals no um especially games at home as well you know we talk about wanting to make Brayhead a fortress and that kind of thing and it's just not happened so far um you know i think jason morgan talked about fatigue in the interview after that game um but you know you can you can look at certain things and and ask like why why have you not done that so you know a lot of people were obviously talking about Kyle Lennon and why is he not playing and you know it's a good it's a good question to ask given that um Kyle had played the night before and the whole point of having an import goalie tandem is that you know with two guys like that who have come in having really good years last year you know you should be able to rely on any of them on on any night um but you know playing playing two and two is something that neither of them have really done all that much in their careers so it's definitely something worth looking at um but yeah I think Seems to in be that, kind of favouring Kylie for some reason over Caroline just now. In that in that game last night, I think uh, yes, the change probably should have been or should have been made earlier. Um, before you've conceded seven. Uh, the car the Cardiff game, I think, and I I would kind of, I would kind of come back to touching on um, the Adam Johnson news a wee bit with this game, and this is me putting. I sort of positive hat on it a, a bit, but uh, that was obviously not a good performance at all. Um, I think it been talked about, it was maybe Pete Russell that said it, I can't remember, but the performance of home teams this weekend was not good collectively. Yeah. I think there was maybe one or two only home wins. Uh have not been at it on but the Cardiff one I can't really comment but I think obviously the atmosphere and, and the stuff pre-match which is is totally appropriate I think that will have had an effect on on players you look at Cardiff producing a, a poor performance the night before at home to Manchester um mm. you know I, I think realistically in my opinion uh if that had happened before the news, I think Cardiff would have maybe won that game. So, you know, atmospheres have affected the players and obviously the news, I think different players would have taken it differently. So I'm not excusing absolutely everything or anything that happened in that performance, but I think it does have to factor into it a bit, if that makes any sense. Yeah, no, I, I, I do agree. I, um, you know, it's obviously been it's been a really tough period for for the players um, over the last couple of weeks, and you know, the news is you know affects people in different ways. So, um, yeah, it's difficult to say. You know, a, a lot of guys would have be, would have known would have known and would have played alongside them played against them um at certain points in their career. So it's it's obviously a you know, it's very difficult 
um, kind of news to take. And yeah, it's obviously kind of in in the players' thoughts. Um, but you know, both both teams are kind of on a level playing field, if that makes sense. I yeah. take your point though, because I do. You know, it was you know very strange to see that only one one game out of the eight at the weekend um, was won by the home team. So that's very unusual, just on a normal weekend. Um, yeah, and and so, I yeah, think just, I I would have I would have absolutely liked for for Jason Morgan to come out and uh, have said more about how the performance wasn't good enough and uh you know kind of similar stuff mm. at the same time i i don't think the atmosphere was quite yeah. right for him to come out and do that and i and i sort of get it i think when you look at uh, a lot of the the kind of media stuff that came out after the games um it was most of it was based on adam johnson rightly so um and you could also say, well, well, why did you know the the team performed on on the previous night? Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I just I just think it. I'm 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 attributing that more to the the sort of home the lack of home crowd impact and uh, you know where you usually get the atmosphere that gets the the home team going and that kind of thing. I think that makes a difference certainly to us and and most teams. So. I'm kind of putting a bit of it down to that, but by no means that am I excusing the fact that your, you know, the the performance was abysmal, and if if it happened again, you know, you've got serious questions um, to answer, and you know, I, I would maybe expect even changes on the back of it anyway. But yeah, that that was just my thoughts on it. I, not not excusing it, but kind of some reasoning behind and I think it's kind of only fair to assess it in that way. Yeah, as, as I say, it's, it's definitely understandable. Um, you know, the performance and, and the result in the end. Um, yeah, it's definitely understandable. And yeah, can kind of get to an extent why why Morgan didn't really go into much about the game. Um, it's a post-match. Um but yeah, I, I also agree with you know I've seen and heard other other folk talking about taking timeouts and that kind of thing, and it's not really something that he's done so far um, as a coach. You know, especially pe- periods and in, in games where we can maybe have done with taking a break. Um, you know, yeah. kind of those games in early October as well. We are kind of back and forward in the games, and you know, conceding. In bunches, uh, so sometimes you think like you know, take a time out there, give the guys a breather, and just time to reset themselves. Um, but you know, it's again, it's like obviously a bit of a a learning curve all round. So um, yeah, not not a great result, but we're not. Um, yeah, I guess we're kind of focusing on that one. A lot more because of how recent it is. Um, but yeah, some some good games and some good good results mixed in there as well. So um, 
yeah, I guess for for me it was slightly disappointing given how many home games we had in that stretch. Um, but the other side of it, if you look at it and say, well, in that period you've only lost two games in regulation, so that's that's I guess a positive. You know, you can look at that and say, well, the team's got a better character there. It can kind of stick in these games and. Uh, you know, showing up a lot more fight than, than certainly last season. Yeah, I think I think on Morgan it, it's difficult. He sort of strikes me as somebody who inside the dressing room might possibly be a bit fiery, but is is certainly trying to come across as not that externally. Mm. Whether that that's true or not, I don't know. But yeah, yeah. I, I think I think. Maybe a couple of a couple of timeouts could have been called. Some some other changes. You see, some coaches are are really passionate on the bench, and you know I, I don't want them coming out and throwing stuff and getting chucked out and whatever else. But yeah, <laughs> possibly po- possibly a wee bit more. But I mean, who am I to to know what he's like uh, internally or or what he's asked the players to do tactically? Um, yeah. I'm not sure, but you know he'll he'll feel under pressure with the results. I don't think there can be any excuses for a seven 0 home defeat. But um, like you say, there there have been a fair few good moments as well, and and I think it's worth talking about those at, at a bit of length. You know, we've seen individual performances improve. I think Gary Hayden stepped up recently. Um, yeah, Sanj with a couple of goals and assists finally, but I think he'll still be short of of where he wanted to be. But at least we've we're seeing something there. Uh, you know, Mike Pellick has continued to do very well. He's he's been a real standout. But uh, it's not every day we beat Guildford, and especially how often we talk about it in this podcast. So that definitely deserves yeah. a mention. Uh, some good goals and. And I went over them, uh, albeit yeah. they were in a in a bit of a a struggle then. But in the past, we've we've just never beat them, no matter what form they're in. And they're they're still a good team. They got some good results, so that that was great to see. And then a quite a dominant win over Dundee as well. So uh, th- there are mm. things that when you go into the upcoming games, you can look at and say. We've we've got enough to beat these teams. It's just whether we can deliver good defensive performances. But yeah, I like I like what I see in yeah. some elements. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think in that Guildford game as well, you saw a lot more out of um, Luke Lynch in particular. I thought thought he looked quite good. Um, got a goal and a couple of assists in that in that game against Guildford. Um, Sancho four assists in that game. Um, and obviously that was that was Patrick's debut where he got a couple. So yeah, the scoring certainly, you know, it's kind of well well rounded throughout the team. Um, you know, but guys like like Pelic and, and Hayden are kind of leading the way there. Um, yeah, Sanch kind of coming on to a game a wee bit hopefully, so gaining a bit of confidence as he goes. Um. But yeah, other than that, is a you know maybe a wee bit of a drop off to the to the rest of the scorers. But you know they're all kind of 
chipping in here and there. Um, you know, Bryce Reddick getting his first goal of the season as well, up at five. Um, so yeah, it was good to see. But if you listen to the the five commentary, they they kept telling you it was Gary Hayden, even though the announcer at the rink told you it was Bryce Reddick. But um, maybe yeah. they were just in so much shock that Clan uh, were actually involved in a game that went to overtime and that they won, even though it wasn't at that time of that incident. Yeah, they knew. Yeah. But they, they knew it was coming. It was coming. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, yeah, as soon as soon as that one went to went to overtime, um, I thought, well, that'll be that'll be a one point then. Um, <laughs> yeah. But no, a, a good goal. I think Stevenson gets a touch on. Is it Jake Bolton's shot? Yeah. Um, so nice for him to kind of continue to torment Fife a wee bit. Uh, but we're we're gonna be we're gonna be really close with Fife. I think all season. Even though I don't, I don't like to say that. I think the teams are quite well matched. It's kind of been close games. Uh, we're we're obviously playing them this weekend, in in the Challenge Cup, and I think in the Challenge Cup we're we're two points behind them with a game in hand. So that's definitely a must win for me. And then away, away to Dundee on the Sunday completes the weekend, uh, and. You know we we need to win that as well. There's there's no excuses really there, but who knows who knows what we're going to get uh, with those two games based on the previous weekend's inconsistencies. Yeah, um, I thought that five game was a league game. Could be wrong. So I think we beat the first game of the season. We had five at home in the challenge. All oh, right, okay. We won four now. Good knowledge from me then, isn't it? Okay. <laughs> It's one or the other. For all, all the listeners, it's a small hole in my my research, but hopefully you can forgive it. That's okay. It's it's fine. It happens. Everybody makes mistakes. Even even the second best clan podcast. Yeah, it is. You're right. You're right. It is. It is league. Yeah, it is uh, league. league Saturday and then Challenge Cup. Yeah, got them the wrong way around. Yeah. There we go. Um, Got there in the end. Yeah, both, um, both must wins. End. Anyway, it doesn't. It will not. Oh, yeah. It will not change my. It will not change my thoughts. But yeah, both 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 must wins. I think Dundee have have struggled a bit. Uh, but you know, still still give teams problems. They beat. They won down Coventry, didn't they? Uh, which kind of surprised me. But as we've seen, the the home results sort of went out the window. That uh, then. That that was reversed on the Sunday, so yeah, yeah I, I, there there are no excuses for these games if if we want to be challenging in both competitions. No, exactly, that's it. Um, you know, hopefully a, a, another another week in, in practice. Um, well, we you know, kind of hopefully settle some of the players, and yeah, I guess just kind of being part of the part of the team, you know, they can all kind of help each other out to kind of get through um, what's been a, a tough period. So hope that continues this week and then, uh, you know, come game time on on Saturday and, and Sunday, we're, we're kind of ready to go. Um, but yeah, those those two games in particular, yeah, should be must-wins for me. 
Fife at home and, and Dundee away. Dundee away is never easy, but um, a bit of a dead rubber game for them. So you're kind of hoping that um, their kind of main focus is uh, in the league now. I think you'd mentioned about the injury reserve, or we'd both mentioned about it, but it would be nice to get a, another injury update with some kind of general timeline, maybe. Yeah. Uh, about these guys, that would be that would be nice to know. Um, yeah. But yeah. I think the other thing I was going to say is I, I would like to see improved... Obviously, you, you could say it, it's about two points, and it is. Um, but I don't... I want a, a two or three nil rather than a five four. Um, <laughs> well, that this this sounds a bit contradictory based on what I'd probably said at the start of the season before we even played. But I just what I'm trying to say is, can we not concede four or five goals in both the games? Can we have a more comfortable, defensively solid performance and then get a few goals at the same time? Yeah, I, I mean, I think I think the team have got it in them. That they can do that, and certainly against Fife, you know, we've, we've kind of shown that that we can keep the score down. Um, obviously, with the, the exception of that Challenge Cup game up there uh, in Fife, but you know, in, in general, we've done all right against them. So, um, yeah, would be would be looking to continue that there. Um, who starts in Who starts in goal for you? It has to be Kyle yeah, I think I think you've got to give him a chance. He needs I think to be you've given got a chance, to go with him yeah. on, on the Saturday. And I actually and don't then think. I think, if, I think if if we win, I think you go with him on the Sunday as well. Quite possibly, yeah. Um, the seven 0 game, I don't. I actually don't. I don't think Kylie was at fault for any of the goals. If I'm honest. Um, no, but it's just it's it's a, it's a reaction that you normally get from changing a, a goalie at the right time. That uh-huh. injects oh, yeah, a bit yeah. of, of stability, you know. Like yeah. I remember in the past, or even with with Gary Russell and Jordan McLaughlin and things, um, you'd have them going in, uh, and you know they're obviously not as good goaltenders. We can debate that about Caroline and Kylie, but. Uh, it, it improved the guys defensively because it's a subconscious wake-up call. Um, yeah. And we saw, you know, I don't know what the third period was like, as I said, not seeing it, but, uh, you know, we didn't concede any goals against mm-hmm. Cardiff and obviously they'll take the foot off the gas, you might say, but we still didn't concede any goals. So for me, you start with that as your base and that's, yeah. You go into went to the weekend with with Caroline and give him a go, and then if, if you need to swap it, you swap it. But for me, too too many conceded at the moment, whether or not they're Kylie's fault. Um, we've seen in yeah. the past, I think it, it it has been the fault of some of the goalies, and that's you're going to change that. But yeah, I think it's more of a whole team get together and not concede goals. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I do. I do agree. I would. I would probably give Caroline in both of these games. 
Um, just to kind of see as well, like what what he can bring. Um, you know, the one the one game that I have seen him play, um, he looked really good. Um, Kylie as well, you know, does look good on occasion. Um, you know, often though does kind of give up some some second chances. Um, you know, does spill it a wee bit sometimes. Um, but again, you could say that about Kylie, and I think that one of the games kind of near the start of the year. Um, it may have been the league game down in Cardiff. I think Kylie played in. Um, that wasn't a really wasn't a really good game for for him. So, um, yeah, but you've got to. I think you've got to give him a bit more ice time to um, to show what he can do. Um, and you know, for talking about fatigue and stuff as well, then yeah, you you know. We'd just we'd like to see a bit more from Caroline, basically. That's that's what we're saying. Yeah, and then if if they both fail, then we can get rid of the two of them. At least haven't given them chances. Get two new goalies in. Uh, <laughs> but no, as I said, I I don't I don't particularly think at the moment that is the only issue. So yeah, agreed. No, switch not. it up a bit. Um. I just and wanted defensively, to... it's it's kind of been a bit inconsistent as well with with the defensive pairings. I, I don't think really any of them um, have looked, you know, so as um, some of the guys have I think talked about on on other podcasts has has actually become more solid even statistically. But uh, I don't think uh, the the defensive unit has looked that comfortable really under pressure and and uh, w- when you start to concede that many goals then you know it sort of it's it spreads through them I, I think if we do get a, a decent performance and um, we get some saves and things like that, I think you you'll see generally the defense does start to improve. Uh, without the need immediately to make changes, but I think it's going to be the first place that we would see a change now if if we don't get the performances that we need. Yeah, I think so. Um, certainly, as a unit, it's not it's not been great. I think, um, although just looking at the the stats for um, for penalty kills, we're sitting seventh, um, seventy two point seven. So it's not it's not great, um, you know. But there are there are teams that are that are a lot worse than us um, from that perspective. So um, power play, we're sitting at fifty percent just now. I know, I know. I did notice that, which is very good. Uh, I think, like, yeah, I definitely don't feel that things need to come across as as a disaster just now I, th- I think sometimes when you get a, yeah. a defeat like the one at the weekend you do focus on that um you know we're sitting on seven points from seven games in the league uh with having played one less than cardiff so uh we're, we're not far from fifth obviously the team is below or close as well so you could argue that both ways but um there's there is a good good amount to like in there uh, 
one issue I think still the discipline were the worst for average penalty minutes per game by almost one uh, 14 14.4 when you compare that to Nottingham who are six six then you know but with a penalty kill I think our penalty kills kind of middle of middle of the league lower middle 72 so yeah yeah, I, I want to see sh- sharpen up a bit on that. But like you say, you look at that power play, 50%. That's excellent. So teams will now fear giving us chances and that, which which we want. Um, but yeah, so a, a couple of things to work on. But for me, there's, there's not no panic stations yet, which I'm kind of laughing while I'm saying it because a few weeks will be full panic stations if the results don't go the right way. Yeah, um, that's just just the way it is. It's always like that. Um, and I think just you touched on the penalty minutes. Um, I think, to, to be fair, I think a, a fair chunk of that was um, Dyson Stevenson in that, that one game. Um, I think he accrued close to 30, 30 minutes. In the one game, possibly more than that actually. But um, so that's that brings your average up a bit because I think generally in games recently we've not been too bad. You know, we've actually been pretty good. Um, yeah. From that from that point of view, so you know we're 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 doing some things right. Um, it's just you know defense needs a bit of work, um, and just defending in general. Um, all needs a bit of work so if that's the next step that we can work on while maintaining all the other pieces of the puzzle in place then uh, you know then we're in a bit of a good place then but yeah it, it needs to change soon otherwise you know I'd like to see a, another defenseman come in um, to help to kind of steady the ship and probably a guy that's more stay at home than offensive minded I think we do have enough kind of offensively minded D-men but someday like a Jake Bolton but maybe a um, I don't know more of a stay at home type than Bolton is if that makes sense don't know yeah yeah I I agree I, I think that's kind of echoed in some of the comments and, and the tweets that we'll just cover shortly but uh, I was just going to say, finally in the upcoming games, there's we're playing Guildford at home the next next weekend. Now that I know we can beat them, then I'm saying that that's another possible two points. Uh, <laughs> and then Sheffield away, which is is a nasty fixture. Um, but I, I would also say about that we we don't know at the moment about. Sheffield's fixtures, yeah, um, and also their players and and how they're going to react and play and when that's going to be. So, I think if if you sort of put that one aside, um, and by all means, by the time we do play them, we we can definitely win it. But when you look at those those three games, I think for me, six points is is very realistic, and I'm kind of optimistic that we can get them as well. So. Uh, yeah, it's not all bad. 
No, certainly not. Um, yeah, I should point out as well. Um, a couple of games have been have been moved around this weekend because um, the two Nottingham games were were postponed. So it means that that Pfeiffer hosting Dundee on Friday night. Um, so they should be should be tired for the for the visit to Glasgow. Um, the night after, so yeah, um, a pre a pre clan derby that one on the Friday night. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so east east of Scotland, east of Scotland derby. Yeah, it means the coach only needs to watch one video for covering both those teams. <laughs> so there's I, an extra yeah. extra episode of East Enders or whatever he wants to watch. Yeah, uh, rather than more. Well, I think it's Jeff Bat, isn't it? It does the video, so yeah, um, he seems he's more of a kind of Coronation Street guy for me. So, <laughs> do you think an so? Extra bit of time, yeah, I do. Yeah, I think so. I think I think Jason Morgan's probably a bit more serious. Uh, so, and I can picture Jeff Bata with the the fitting into Coronation Street for whatever reason. So. That's what I'm going to say, but that that's maybe worth asking the next time they're on a clan chat. What's your favourite soap? Yeah, exactly. We'll see. We'll see what they say. We'll take bets. People can let us know what they think. Uh, Jason Morgan that. strikes me as a as a Hollyoaks guy. Yeah, you think? Yeah, you could see him in Hollyoaks. <laughs> that kind of chiselled appearance. Yeah. Yeah, you could see that actually. Anyway, I've, um, I've, I've exhausted my knowledge of soaps. So. <laughs> yeah, I know. Move, moving on, uh, a lot of a lot of good comments on the on the uh, questions we put out to yeah. listeners, which was great. Um, so picking out some of the some of the top ones, I think uh, we've had an opinion that we only bring out podcasts when things go wrong. That is absolutely. An unacceptable accusation and totally not true. It's just based on timing. So that's getting dismissed. <laughs> <laughs> actually, it actually is circumstantial, as we said. Um, but it's funny yeah. that a couple of them have come out after the 7-0. It's just the way it goes. Um, Graham McFarlane saying that Jake Kiley needs benching. Not all his fault, but looked a bit in, at sea. Morgan not calling timeouts is bonkers, and he was not happy with his uh, use of phrase after the after the game. I think we've mentioned most of that. Uh, you'd said you weren't too happy with with that phrase. I I, I tend to agree, but I sort of um, did mention a bit of the a bit of the circumstances in that that case, which maybe have led to it, but. Yeah, it's good points there. Yeah, definitely. Um, I would agree with, with most of them, I think. Um, yeah, I would like to see more of Carrie Linen. Um We kind of spoke about the timeout situation. Um, so, yeah, we'd like to see Coach Morgan kind of utilise that going forward. Um, yeah, I think by the time the three goals go in in the space of a minute, it's kind of over at that point. Um but would have liked to have seen it a timeout called after the fourth. I think they scored um, 
not long into the second period. Um, so I'd maybe have called a timeout then, but hindsight's a wonderful thing. Yeah. Yeah, a coach, a coach's best friend hindsight, isn't it? <laughs> um, we had uh, Nitrum at Covis Fox saying that proof that the original golf song is still in, in the list of a blip <laughs> at Halloween. Uh, the the goal song is what I would describe as one of the least of the worries at times for us. But given we are now scoring, then you can you can bump it up the priority list. Uh, except except <laughs> the Cardiff game, obviously we didn't hear it much then. Not true. Um, it's not it's not in my thoughts at all, really. Um, I don't, I don't care. As long as we're scoring goals, I don't really care. Yeah, well, there you go. Short and sweet. That Sorry, is a short and sweet opinion. Sorry, Nathan, uh, but yeah. The, the next comment actually made me laugh when I was reading it. Um, John McIntyre about Cody Saul. Why is his defensive tactic to always face the player and never the puck? <laughs> um, should they go? It reminded me of uh, Zach Fitzgerald a bit. Where he yes, he used to very much play play the player the rather than the puck. Yeah. yeah, which can be effective and obviously has has its place. I just think sometimes it looks it just looks kind of funny when certain players do that. Yeah, um, it's not it's not a great look when the Cardiff players passing it right across the crease, and you 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 could face the other way and intercept the puck. To stop the goal, um, yeah, kind of a bad error of judgment um, at that point. But I think generally, I should kind of say, I think you know, Cody Sol's performances have been pretty positive on the whole. I would say, um, certainly in recent weeks. Um, so yeah, lack of concentration there, maybe, or just a bad decision. But um, should they go? I think that's very harsh. I think he's been. Certainly, statistically, one of our better demon. Um, but yeah, and we need, we do need that sort of player in there. Just, yeah, would yeah. wish that they would face the puck a lot more. Yeah, I mean, there's a there's a time and place. I get he's trying to tie guys' sticks up and stuff. It's just sometimes yeah. when you do see it, it's yeah, doesn't work as well. But no, I agreed. There's no. No changing at the moment, which is funny because he was sort of our one con- or one of the concerns with when he signed. Yeah. Um, yeah. Scott EMT is concerned about Morgan, Jason Morgan, and coaching decisions. No timeouts, which he said not pulling Kylie. Uh, shocking defending. The Philip Sanch and Bryce Reddick get the boot. Scraped an OT win at Fife with lucky goals. Um, and then not happy with the Cardiff performance. <laughs> uh, for me, that's again, that's yeah, it's quite blunt. I'm not quite sharing that opinion yet. Uh, but yeah, I agree. Things need to improve. But I think for us, scraping an OT win in Fife is is more worthy of a mention because we never scrape OT wins anywhere. Yeah. So for me, I'm I'm. I'm taking that at the moment, uh, but I agree. Cardiff 
definitely not good enough. Um, Rod Massey says, do you think we'll ever see a team, a decent team again at Brayhead, apart from the opposition since Pete Russell left? Um, we've been pish. So Scott EMT and Rod both using the same description for some of the performances. Uh, Honestly, yeah, I, don't, I, mean, I mean, other than other than Cardiff, I don't think it's been that bad. We've seen we've seen a lot worse teams, certainly in recent years. I think this this season that you know the team in spells is playing really well. Um, you know, some nice hockey in there. It's just finding the consistency, and um, I think we can we can be a a good team. I think we are probably a mid table team overall. Yeah. Um, I think that's okay this year. Yeah, yeah, I, I think it is. Yeah, based on the kind of rebuild thing that we talked about, uh, you know, there's been questions about some of the the style of play that we've seen, but uh, I think, yeah, for for just now, we've we've definitely seen we've seen some stuff that's been a lot worse in the past. So you got to try and take some positives from it. Um, and before we kind of go back to the the bad stuff, I think Dyson's guns kind of agreeing with that in a way, uh, just saying that Cardiff was a one-off. We're too good for us on the night anyway, no matter how we played. And you know, we we're seeing maybe yeah. too many individual performances and not not a team one. I think that's true. Maybe at times some of our wins have come from more individual moments, but. I think, in a way, if, if you look at it honestly, that's kind of sometimes why you sign these guys. Um, and, you know, I, yes, we do want more of team performances, but you need these guys to make a difference. So uh, when we don't get that and we don't get team performances, that's when it becomes an issue. Yeah, for sure. Um, that's maybe one thing that we are, we're kind of lacking in is... Um, you know, guys that will grab the game by a scruff of the neck and just go and score a few goals. Um, uh, but yeah, I think it's a good point. Um, Cardiff were really good in that game. Um, I don't think it's, it's, I don't know, it's kind of having only seen the highlights. If you look at the highlights, you'll think that we were actually all right in that game. But just Cardiff were incredible, and I don't know that that's necessarily true. I've not been at the game, but that's just the impression that I got from from the highlights. Um, so and they yes. scored some very easy goals. Oh, like they did. You yeah, can't, you can't. You can't be conceding goals in those bursts like that. No, that's just a concentration thing. Yeah, because what well, uh, they scored three in. Yeah. Two minutes or something. Yeah. Yeah. You you look at any team in the league, there's any of them can prevent goals being scored that quickly in that fashion. It's just a concentration thing. And uh, you know, I I think one point in the highlights, I believe, was it Barry McKenzie on, on commentary or <laughs> yeah. uh and, and he'd mentioned that the players being unhappy about one of the calls and then that was sort of interrupted by another another goal but that that does happen to players I think you see it in hockey where they're you know still thinking about the the previous incident because things can go so quickly 
uh, yeah, the main... so that that for me is a, a mentality being switched on thing as yeah. opposed you know any any player can can do that I don't I don't accept or just because it's Cardiff they scored good goals I think we can get on top of that yeah definitely um we've got a, a few comments actually about replacing players that we've said so Rory um what change do you think is needed in defence goalie to stop letting in five or more goals? Redick not being good enough, maybe even Vanell good going forward, but we need more uh, defensive-minded guys, basically. And we've we've said that. I think a couple of people have kind of picked out Redick and his performances. Um, as I said, I'm I'm not quite going for individuals at this point, but. We know defensively there's issues. Uh, is Dave Plimmer is replacing players at this point the right way to go? Should we have gone all out to sign McLean? What's happening with Sanchez doesn't seem to be the same player he was in Tayside. He's not the same player yet, I would say. But he's also playing a different system with different teams. Um, starting to show a wee bit, but yeah, we I think when we, we sign players, we always think, oh, we're going to get that guy that scores this many points. It just sometimes doesn't work. We've seen it so many times. Uh, but yeah, I think I think he for me is always one that does something in games, whether it's just annoy somebody enough to take a penalty or take one himself or whatever. But um, yeah, he's not he's not where he would want to be, I don't think. Um but yeah, there's time. Yeah, certainly, you know, for for Sanchez has improved on the start of the season. I think that's a certainty. Um so yeah, we're kinda of hoping that he continues on that trajectory and um you know finds a bit of bit of scoring touch going forward. Um yeah, I don't really know what the solution is to to the defence, if I'm honest. Um, I don't think re-signing guys now is the way to go. Um, I just don't know how much that actually works. If you know what I mean. I don't, I, I yeah, don't actually players, remember. Yeah, past players, you mean? Yeah. Um, I don't actually remember bringing... Have we brought anyone in previous previous seasons that played for us the year before? Neil Kinn? Kind of during during the season. <laughs> during the season. And uh, defence. Oh, defence, right, okay. I, I knew you did mean defence, but I just wanted to mention him, obviously. <laughs> Any uh, defensively, no, I can't, I can't really think if we did. I can't remember if Colton Waltz was he, there. Yeah, he came in halfway through the season from Fife and then re-signed. And then re Right, okay. Yeah, I, I don't, I can't remember. I'd need to go back and look, but it's a good point. Um, but like, as Callum Stewart says, will upgrading defence actually make a difference? He's implying tactics and intensity could be an issue. That's true. Yeah, like we've, like we've said, <laughs> yeah, um, is it actually individuals? 
is it coaching? Um, you know, this is this is the owner's first season with the club. We've we've seen changes. I would say probably earlier than we usually would in the past. So, you know, if 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 it does go on a downward spiral, then it will be interesting to see if if and what happens uh, in that case. I wouldn't imagine that they would they would let it go on too long, but uh, it would feel, you know, if, if wholesale changes like that would feel a bit unfortunate. But it's the way the way the sport is, really. Yeah, that's the way this league is. Seems to be. No oh, way. Yeah. Um, yeah. Players players come and go all the time from the league. So yeah, I don't know. I don't really know what the solution is of. You know, he, he did try and change the lines up a bit um, from a defensive point of view in the last game against Cardiff. I think he started uh, Bolton and Callan and uh, Reddick and Vanilla, I think. So he did kind of swap them about. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. That obviously hasn't worked, so... I don't really know what the next step is. Yeah, apart from signing six six new D, which is <laughs> <laughs> it's just not happening. Yeah, I think I don't know. I let's six. let's let's see. No, exactly. As we've seen in the past, one change if it is if they are going to make one at some point can make a big difference. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah, not not necessarily saying that that should happen just now. I think. A period of a few games where we can pick up momentum and and then things look better. So, um, yeah, you know, going into that, I think you've got to look positively and and try and get those points and performances before we're making uh, any changes. In my opinion, um, but yeah, a, a lot of good opinions from from people, uh, which is always good to see. People are people are actually listening. So thank you for that. Um, uh, yeah, but from me, I think that was everything that I had wanted to cover this week. Did you have anything else? No. Um, well, I, I didn't know whether to mention or not, but um, <laughs> with Alistair Johnson being at the game yesterday. Or on Sunday, sorry. Current, yeah, he was. And Celtic you, you mean, Canadian. You mean whether we should, we should be signing him? Well, possibly, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he, he really picked these. These guys really pick the best games to come and see, don't they? <laughs> uh, De- definitely be back. Definitely be back. Maybe he thought uh, Cardiff for the home team. <laughs> Maybe um, yeah. But like you could you could add that to the list of people that come to see games and get really badly let down. Kind of kind of related, but. I remember. I know he's an ex-player, but I remember the game Matt Keith came back. Oh God! Pretty yeah. sure we were playing Dundee. Like obviously a club legend comes back. The banner goes up when we're playing yeah. Dundee. I think at home. <laughs> and de- and definitely lost. Yeah, so, lost that game. Yeah, um, shocker. Remember, <laughs> remember when Harry Quast came back? Yeah. Oh, did we not? Uh, yeah, I was going to say, did he come in? As a past player signing that, nah, he, he came <laughs> in and then that was it, really, wasn't it? Yeah. 
That was it for old Harry. Yeah. Well, Alistair Johnson, Canadian guy, obviously likes his hockey. Um, but as I said, being completely put off and won't be seen again. Well, I hope that's not true. But uh, yeah, didn't. He's not picked a great game. Go no. Maybe. I mean, I don't know. I can't actually remember when Celtic are playing this weekend. But if you're free Saturday night, we're definitely Alistair, get yourself down. Yeah, or don't actually. Don't come down because anybody that comes down is going to, yeah. Everybody stay away. Don't or do come down. All the players stay away. Fans go. Fans definitely go. Other sportsmen stay away, please. Uh, But yes, thank you everybody again. Uh, We will definitely not leave it as long this time to the next one. Um, But as I said, circumstances and all that, but uh, yes, thanks as ever, everyone. Um, and until next time, don't come back, Alistair Johnson. <laughs> Absolutely, <ridiculous. laughs>